Thanks for tuning in to podcast number 24. This podcast picks up where we left off with um, our series on track dynamics. This is uh, number three uh, in the series, the last one in the series. And I appreciate people um, writing in and, and um, uh, commenting on the first two. We've had some great, uh, great input on that one and seeing how much easier uh, it's been making people's jobs um, when they understand what control they're supposed to be uh, using at what time. And uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about that in just a second because we are we are going to recap uh, recap before we get into this one, which is specifically balanced corners and uh, the vital points of a track. So, all right, no BS, no music, no nothing. Let's do it. Um, let's recap. So, the first one we had exit corners, and an exit corner because the acceleration zone is longer than the deceleration zone. That's how we decide if it's an, uh, uh, an exit corner. And exit corners, what's our report card? A report card is, do I have the bike slowed and pointed so I can start? So I can start my acceleration process past the apex. And, you know, depending on the bike, there's there's a lot to it there. But, yeah, the idea is we want forward momentum happening as we go past the apex. There we go. If we can start with that, fantastic. Entry corners. Entry corners is where our deceleration zone is, is greater than the acceleration zone. And on entry corners, and and you know, gosh, we look at 180 degree corners, and we typically will take a 180 and break them down into into two corners, right? A big entry and a big exit. But on entry corners, because the, that deceleration zone, right, that entry zone is longer, we'll use our brakes to or past the apex on those entry corners. So right out of the gate, it just it just let's get our brains back on this and realize that it, it just shortcuts your learning curve on how you look at tracks, and that leads me to. Uh, what I'd like to do before we get into uh, the balance and vital points is I'm going to take you through a lap of Laguna, right? Laguna is coming up soon uh, with Moto America, and let's take you through a lap. And this is how the the riders the riders will see everything. So, uh, looking at track map at Laguna here, turn one's an exit corner. Come over the uh, top of the hill. We're going to be accelerating past apex. Depending on the bike, um, you may roll off at the crest, but the idea is you don't want to be so late that you're not accelerating as you come back into two. So uh, turn one, exit. Turn two. So turn two is a 180 degree corner. It's actually slightly more than a 180. Okay, so what did I say about 180s? We'll break it down into uh, uh, an entry and an exit. So you can look at two and you go, oh wow, 2A, entry. I use my brakes to or past the apex. 2B is now my exit corner. I'm gonna start to accelerate past the apex. And again, what's our report card? Our report card is, where am I letting off the brake? How much neutral throttle do I have? If I do turn two at Laguna correctly, I have no neutral throttle. That's my report card. So got that one figured out. Turn three, exit corner, right? Acceleration zone's longer. Four, exit corner. Acceleration zone's longer. Five, here we go, right? This is why Laguna, Laguna, um, actually, I don't think Laguna's all that tough to learn. Uh, and especially when you look at it, because most of the corners are, are acceleration corners. Uh, so five, exit corner, exit, right? Get the bike slowed and pointed, drive it past the apex. Same thing with six. Six, just because of the layout, layout of the corner and the bump right there at the apex, um, you can't quite give it the, the throttle that you want at the apex, but again, forward momentum, right? The bike the acceleration starting to happen as you go past the apex is what we're looking for. Now things are gonna start to get a little bit interesting. So turn seven, entry corner right? Entry. You're going to be on the brakes before you go to that right-hander in seven. And uh, so entry corner in seven, top of the corkscrew. 
there's no exit off of eight, eight total entry corner, right? You're going to use your brakes right up to that apex, right, 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 right close up to that apex. But now we have 8A. 8A is the right-hander at the, at the, in the corkscrew. Well, that's an exit corner. So see how this starts to work. So 8A, exit corner, because we're going to accelerate down the hill. We have to put our bike in a position to do that. So 8A, exit. Now, rainy corner. Interesting on rainy corner. Rainy corner, total balance corner. Totally balanced. You can use your brakes up to the apex if you want. You can accelerate past the apex if you want. And we'll get into defining balance corners in just a second and how you know it's a balance corner. Turn 10. Uh, turn 10 is actually fairly balanced, but we're, we're going to use it as an exit corner. I definitely want to be driving off the apex of 10. And then, of course, 11 exit corner as well. So there's a lap of Laguna. And by just, knowing, by, by just going through that, it, you, can, you can literally know what control you're supposed to be using when. And it just takes the guesswork so much out of the guesswork of, uh, of looking at tracks. So anyway, I wanted to get into that and show you how that, that process works and to give you a little recap on that. All right. Balance corners and vital points. I'm not going to beat this one up too much. Um, so yeah, you don't get to hear me talk quite as much as normal. So balance corners. A balance corners where our acceleration zone and our deceleration zone are roughly equal. So we look at that rainy corner. The, the deceleration time and acceleration time are roughly the same. So that means in a balance corner, because each zone is about the same, you can approach a balance corner as either type of corner, and it really doesn't affect your lap time. So if I needed to pass somebody up the brakes in rainy corner, let's say I'm going to pass them up the inside, I use my brakes, I may brake to the apex, accelerate off, great. Now I'm running solo, I'll accelerate, use my brakes, drive it past the apex, it doesn't affect my lap time. My lap time is relatively very, very close to the same. That's how we know we have a balance corner. Given the choice with balance corners, I'd, I'd approach them as an exit corner because it's a lot safer and a lot more repeatable. So that's how we look at balance corners. So we'll move on a little bit. And when we come to a track like this, like Laguna, I want to talk about vital points. And vital points, this is such a great subject. Uh, this is actually one of the subjects that I use quite a bit um, in some of my uh, professional and leadership talks as we look at vital points. And this is actually a very good, uh, fun, a fun topic for business talks. And vital points as it relates to us in motorcycles is we want to pick the three, the three longest straightaways at a track. Right? In other words, the three places where I'm traveling, think about this, th the three places where I'm traveling the most feet per second, right? The most feet per second. In other words, where it makes the biggest difference in speed. And, and as we come to Laguna, it's, it's, it's pretty simple, but, but let's take a look at that so you can understand it. So the three vital points means I'm simply not going to miss the corner before that straightaway. I'm not going to miss it. I, I am just not going to compromise my bike placement. I am not going to compromise what that corner has to offer because here at Laguna, if I hit three vital points, I have half the track covered. Done. Done. All I did was hit three vital points and then we'll start breaking it down from there. So here at Laguna, uh, turn 11, right? Turn 11 leading onto the front straight, it leads to the place where we're at the most feet per second, the longest the most feet per second, the longest. So that's how we look at turn, that's how we look at the first vital point. Second vital point is turn four. 
Turn four, turn four and turn six, which is of course the third one, they're fairly equal, but I have a higher top speed uh, between four and five than I do between six and seven. So turn four is my second vital point. I'm just never going to miss my bike placement. I'm, I'm never gonna turn it early. I'm not gonna rush it. Nope, I'm gonna get that, I'm gonna have my bike placement nailed. So I'm driving it past the apex up into five. So number one vital point, Turn 11. Second vital point, turn four. Now I go to turn six. Turn six now leads on to the third longest straightaway, or the third place where we're traveling most feet per second. Again, I'm just not going to miss my spot on turn six. So get the bike slowed and pointed, drive it up the hill. So by hitting those three vital points, those are the places that last, have the most acceleration for the longest time. I'm not going to miss those points. And then as we start breaking it down, we go, okay, well, then um, what's, you know, what's after that? Where am I traveling the most speed after that? And you can say, okay, well, now that I got those places nailed, um, I would say it's probably between five and six without the sound barrier, right? Without, without those wonderful sound days. So between five and six. And then after that, as we look at it, we go, okay, yeah, then it's going to be between, say, 9 and 10, and then between that, it's 10 and 11, and then between 3 and 4. So you start just, to, and then 2 and 3. So you start looking at where, essentially, you're traveling the most feet per second, the longest, and you just keep working it backwards. Once you have the first three vital points nailed, fantastic. Then you can back it up. You can back it up and go, okay, what's the fourth one? What's the fifth one? What's the sixth one? But only after you get those three vital points nailed. So vital points are a pretty, a, pretty, a pretty neat deal and they're also a fantastic way to, one, get regrouped when you lose focus, right? Oh, I'm having a cruddy day. Guess what? I'm going to go work on my vital points. Really easy way to get your, get your brain back in the game. So recap a little bit. We talked, uh, again, we went back over about exit and um, uh, entry corners. Uh, we talked about balance corners and then we talked uh, quite a bit about vital points all stuff you can absolutely positively put into play in your riding. And this does not matter. It does not matter if you are um, going to win the Moto America race this weekend or if you're a beginning track day rider. If anything, beginning track day rider, make your job so much easier by, by concentrating on some of these areas and, and make, gosh, just make your job so much easier by knowing what control you're going to use when. This is a fantastic way to, to ride a motorcycle, um, and again, it just it just take it just cuts all the crap. It just it just makes your life so much easier when you when you take a look at these things. So, all right, there you go. There's a series on track dynamics. Um, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. Got some great stuff coming out. You'll see some more written uh, material coming out from me. Um, hopefully, that's starting to to hit pretty soon, and uh, we'll just keep knocking this stuff out. So, thanks everyone for listening.